Welcome everybody to another episode of Manifestation Real Talk. With me today is the infamous Richard Lang of the Headless Way. And while it's not you know, really me, I'm just I was gonna say, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so prepared I've got for that. Richard standing in for me. Well, you know, one of the things I love about Richard is you for me, you brought the headless way to the masses while yes, Douglas Harding, you know, I guess we could say even he wasn't the originator, right? I mean, he got the inspiration from the <laughs> I art. like the way you're going with this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and somebody inspired that artist and somebody else inspired that person. You know, there's no originator other than what's arising from within us. We're the originators. Uh, but you're on the right track here. Of yeah. course. Who do you think you're talking to? But <laughs> Richard is, I love you kind of for me. You brought it, you dumbed it down <laughs> for me. You totally dumbed it down. Because I read, I read, well, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> very much, please do. Because Douglas Harding, I love him. But, you know, for me, if I'm reading like. Well, I have a friend who uh, uh, introduced me. Uh, he's, he first met me in a workshop I did in Australia. And later on, he said, you know, the really good thing about Richard, what I really liked, really liked about him, what was so impressive was how unimpressive he was. <laughs> and you're going... <laughs> he, was, he was just an ordinary person. Oh, right. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a compliment. This introduction is going well, isn't it? It is. It's hey, this is the way I roll, you know. <laughs> Richard, anyway, Richard wrote, wrote a fantastic bat book back in 2003 on the headless way. Definitely, um, wasn't didn't it originally come with the uh, you had the website first and then came your book, or oh, do yeah, I have that website. Yeah, and then I ran a course online, yeah, way back, and then I turned that into the book. I made the course up as I went along. Yeah, And um, I said I would write a, a course every day as I went along. I had about 900 people signed up. I mean, just going back. Yeah, you know, this is all years. in the book. I love it. And I wrote the first course, sent it out. And I wrote the next course. It was going to be a course of 10 classes. And then the next day came and I thought, oh, I've got to write one of these every day. There's 900 people waiting for me. So... I had to draw on the true author. See, that was a good experience. Capital Y-O-U. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, and I think that was one of my most favorite parts of the book because you literally surrendered, right? You just, you're just like, okay, I got to practice what I'm preaching here. <laughs> I know. I know. And, Damn. And, I know. <laughs> I like my white knuckle grip of control of this reality. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and how's that working out for us? <laughs> I know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, for those of you guys that are like, well, what's the title of the book? All that information is going to be below. But the title of the book is Seeing Who You Really Are. And I love that you said seeing, seeing who you really are. Because uh, how do you see when you don't have a head? But anyway um we're gonna go into all of well, that now you ask me that is a problem i can see yes that could undermine the whole thing how the heck 
heck? And it, it's just <laughs> one thing. So guys, the those of you that are watching this, I'm assuming you all know the headless way. For those of you that don't, the head- they're still watching. I know they're going. <laughs> the headless way is such an empowering technique to really, as Richard said, you know, he had to fall back on the one who really knows. And, you know, for me, that I call that your capital Y-O-U in bold. Um, and the headless way guides you through all that. And there's some fun, fun techniques to just take you there instantly, such as probably one of my favorites. And the first one I realized or uh, was introduced to God back in, I think it was 2000, um, was where the hands, you know, if you take your hands oh, and, and yeah. Richard's going to, Oh, I love that one. You know, you take your hands and you can sit here and go, Oh, it goes into your periphery. I can't see it anymore, but this takes you beyond that. And um, now, l- let me ask you: Did one well, of the when one... you do that, you see? Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know from the outside that your hands go past your head. You can see that on the screen. But if the viewer actually does it themselves, yeah, you'll see your hands disappear. Yeah, disappear. that's right. And I say, from my point of view, they disappear into who I really am, into this great open space that is full of Kristen at the moment and the whole world. Yes. Yes. So it is speaking up for one's own experience and standing up for one's own point of view and saying, I know I'm small from the outside, but from the inside, I am vast. <laughs> I'm enormous. You know, and I really love how you talk about the nothing and how everything is in the nothing. Because uh, I wrote a book a while ago called The 321 No More Pain. And in this book, I took people who were experiencing pain one way or another, whether it was a physical pain or emotional pain or addictive pain or whatever. And I had them, this was before I found your book and found you. But um I I had discovered that when you find the source of your pain, wherever it is, find it in your body um, now, and then you go just three, two, one, and exhale and feel, just feel, feel with that part of you that's back here, feel into that space of pain, you discover the nothing, you you click like that into the nothing. Well, I mean, the nothing is nearer to you than anything, including pain. And in fact, it's the most obvious thing. You can't see your head. Instead, you see the world. I mean, seeing the world is a bit difficult. It's, are you sure that you're seeing it as it's given? You might be dreaming. You can only see the front of something and not the back at the same time. You know, it is a, it is hidden. But when you look this way, there's nothing to get wrong. And that is uh, the most obvious, most beautiful, simple, and it's where pain comes from, but it does not, uh, pain does not affect it. So there's your freedom from pain. Now you say, well, does that make the pain go away? Well, not necessarily. Um, It will go away anyway in its own time, but not necessarily. But does it make a difference to know, to be aware, to experience that where you are, you're pain free? Well, try it out. I say it does. Oh, huge. And I, the whole book was case studies and their stories, Mm. discovering that nothing and how it shifted their, um, their, their interaction with pain, their relationship with the pain. And Mm. wow, blew me away. 
I mean, I, I was just, it, it, and it was so wonderful when I found the headless way and found the book, cause it all kind of, you know, confirmed that to me, confirmed what I was already thinking. It's so wonderful when you're thinking it yourself, but when other outside uh, thumbs up, come up, you get like, oh, okay, I'm not I think the headless way confirms what your experience is, you see. It, it's not really showing you anything new. Uh, it's waking you up to what is the most familiar it's you, you see, it's you. It's, it's the part of you that is constant. Uh, and uh, so, yes, this the Headless Way confirms. It doesn't teach you something new. Yeah. I love that you said the most familiar. I love that because that's mm. so true. When you do touch in on, when you do, it, so you guys that are listening, there's all sorts of exercises to do, and they're all in the book or they're on the website, The Headless Way. Um, it Each one of these exercises, which are so simple to do, just, my girlfriend calls it breaking your brain. They just, you're, you're, everything just goes, and you're like, oh, there I am. There is the one who's been beside me all this time. And you're right there, you know, splat it up against you. It's right there. <laughs> the thing is that they are uh, simple exercises of perception. They're not exercises to uh, hype up how you're feeling. They're more about dropping back down into what is always there. So sometimes people say, all right, well, I can't see my head. It's, I see the world or my hands disappearing from nothing. But so what? It doesn't make me feel any better. And I say, that is a very good question. Now, let, let's see what it does mean to you. Yeah. You know, if it means nothing, so be it. I, I'm happy to tell you what it means to me. But, but you know, let's, let's explore it together. You know, what does it mean uh, when you look at someone else and you notice it's face to no face? You know, that you don't see your own face at the same time. What does that mean to you? So oh, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what it means to me. It means that there's nothing in the way of the other person. I have their face instead of my own. The I am empty for you. I disappear in your favor. Ooh. Now, you know. <laughs> oh, I didn't think you were going to go into the deep end. <laughs> oh, please do. The deep end is where I thrive. The deep end is a shallow end, isn't it? It's right on the surface. Right? Yeah. That's exactly it. And that's why I was so thrilled about the revision. When I was reading your book and I saw that you'd revised it in 2011, I was like, ooh, fun. I love that. I love when, you know, because who I was when I wrote the 321 No More Pain is, you know, it the, the foundation is still there, the U, the capital Y-O-U, but I've learned so much more. And, and, uh, and what it means is always developing and... Uh... You come to it fresh every moment, and you can't remember it. I mean, you can't remember who you really are. You can only be it, be aware of it in the moment. But then uh, it will mean something different now than it did 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And it means something different to your friend uh, now. And we are having a conversation, two people, two voices in one consciousness, the one consciousness is coming up, creating this 
this conversation that it's never had before. <laughs> and creating memories that you have had it before. Even that, it's a very Even smart nothing. Yeah. Very smart. <laughs> So for you guys that um, have given me some questions to ask Richard, we'll go there and we'll just see what it develops. I'll just what? go and get my book. <laughs> no, let's see what comes out of the, the can't remember that before. And isn't, I do want to say, I love that you said that about not being able to remember because we do i you know sometimes i do that i i'm like oh i got this was brilliant i gotta remember this and you write it down well when do you ever go back to what you write down <laughs> when do you ever go back to that and go oh yeah and have that same feeling of expansion and epiphany and and whoa a lot of times i'll look at what i wrote down and go what, what what did I mean by that? What the heck did yes. that mean? <laughs> yes, yes. That happens more and more. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> All right. What are these questions? Then? All right. So the first question is, how is how has been your I am influenced by being headless? Um, well, I am headless. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not quite sure I know what that means. I, I, I think, me okay, I, I, here's an answer. <laughs> here's the answer. <laughs> the, the answer is uh, that headlessness makes awareness of my true nature available at will. At will. That's fantastic. That is the bee's knees. Yeah. yeah at will. It's not dependent on how you feel or how much you work you've done, I don't know, whatever that means, or who you are as a person or any history. Look now, can you see your head? No, do you see the world instead? So the fact that it is available at will and you can test that now, and now is any time to test it, but anytime you can test it, this is, this takes the heat off. It, it, you stop taking your spiritual temperature. What I mean by that is, how well am I doing? Am I, you know, am I closer to it? Am I further away? Am I surrendering enough? All that is put aside when you realize that it is there all the time. It is available all the time at will. There can be no hierarchy in this because it is 100% available at will, no matter what is going on in your, in your life. This is... Uh, this is so kind and uh, practical, true, freeing. Uh, so the accessibility of it, the headless way, whatever way you come into your true nature, great, brilliant, because the end destination, which is right here where you are at zero, is the same. How could it be different? There's no, there's no content here, it's just empty. Now the thing is, how do you get there, you see? How do you get there? Find your own way. But I say the headless way offers you, you know, like, you know, this is spirituality for dummies. <laughs> this is like, if you've, you've tried all the rest of it and you've got, you know, here you are, here you are. <laughs> well, you know, don't be embarrassed, you know. Uh, we're all, we're all, <laughs> you know. So, 
you know, uh, point, point, point. Oh, well, it's rather embarrassing to do that. But I know, I know, I know. But if you're desperate <laughs> enough, you'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So availability at will. Th this is major. This is major. Because, Jeez. you know, you, you read about all these uh, people uh, who meditate to try and get to this for years and years and years and never do it or whatever. You know, my heart goes out to them. Uh, but, you know, if you have spent more than five minutes looking. <laughs> God, you're speaking my language. You just love <laughs> speaking my language. I say, I, say, I say the headless way is the McDonald's <laughs> because it's fast, cheap <laughs> and takeaway. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to, you, you don't have to join anything. You take it with you. You know, we, we say point. We say, can you see your head? No. Can you see no. the world? It said, it said, okay, you're good to go. <laughs> You've got your certificate. You graduated. Yeah. There you go. Hang around if you like as a friend, you know, but you know. That. <laughs> oh my God. I, I love this because even my book, three, two, one, no more pain, that process, I was like going, uh, it's so much three, easier two, one, than that's a, a, that's a long, that's a that's long a time. Long path. <laughs> that countdown, that what the, can, we, three seconds. can we just jump over that and just go straight <laughs> yeah, to it, please? Yeah, yeah. Three, two, one. I haven't even got time for three, two, one. <laughs> I know. Well, after this is what we need in the world today. We need something in the world that uh, is a, makes it available to everyone. Because, I mean, everyone's got busy lives and they're not going to go and sit in a monastery. Uh, they're not going to do, you know, uh, a tough retreat. I mean, some will, but most people are not. I won't anymore. No. no. <laughs> but right so we need some because we desperately need to see who we are as a species, you know, because the uh, world is going to hell in a handbasket. It always has done, actually. I mean, it's not <laughs> like it's going to make utopia. But my God. When we stop playing the face game that we are separate from each other and and the animals and the, and the, the earth, you know, well, how do we get there? You see, well, internet is great. Yeah, that's part of the whole process of the one saying enough is enough. <laughs> we need to get this out in within at least no more than five years. Yeah, <laughs> that's say, well, how are you going to do that? I mean. You know, it. it uh, I was reading some. I was reading a, a workshop transcript of Douglas Harding uh, back in '83 in California, and he was saying, "Well, you know, um, I, people have been talking about this for more than two thousand years, and where has it got us?" <laughs> so, what we need is enough of this talk. You know, is actual direct experience. That's what we need now. You know, we, we, we haven't sorted out free will. If we haven't sorted out free will by now, I mean, really, you know. <laughs> but what we need is direct experience. Well, that's what Edward Sway is offering. And it's very, very uh, kind of humble. You know, it, it, and it, it's basically free, basically. And uh, you, you, there's no hierarchy. And you, you, it means to you as much as it, you want it to mean or whatever. And uh, it is easy to share. We're sharing it. You see, I'm no doubt at all, you see, Christian, that you're looking at the same nothingness as I am. Yeah. So we're equals here talking about our different response to this one consciousness. Oh. Yeah. 
preach it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drop the mic. Who needs any of these other well, questions? I mean, why not be joyful? You know, because it is the most joyful fact that you are the one and there's nothing outside you. Nothing can harm you. You know, yes. you, you are absolutely, totally stable. Everything within it is up, going up and down. And my life is going up and down. And, you know, I, I'm, I, I veer one way. So I try and get back to balance and I go the other way. That is life. But the whole, the whole is stable. stable. Well, don't overlook this fantastic fact that, that it is you yeah. are totally stable. You are totally safe. It's magical. It, I mean, it's just, just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I always say you can't be less of a God and because that's the only word I have for it, but that, that space of you, why owe you, you can't be less in there there's no more there's no less there's it's just like you, you said you know, stable uh, is so beautiful a word yeah i don't know if this answers your viewers question but i, I developed this technique because of communication about who we really are because i have for years and years of course gone around doing workshops and i love doing workshops you know introducing people to their true nature and taking people through the experiments you see and after a while, I realized, actually, probably the person who benefits most from this is me, because I go around articulating my experience. So I declare in public who I really am. That is a powerful thing to do. I mean, whatever the truth you're saying about yourself, when you say it in public, you can't take it back, you know, and it's out there. Well, it's the same with who you are. So then I thought, well, if you really want others to grow in this, you better get them, give them the chance to articulate. So I developed a communication exercise where I say to the other person, I'd say, I, to a person, to you now, Kristen, I am space for you. You, I am you, you see, I am empty for you. And then I empathize and I say, and when I put myself in your shoes, you don't see your face, you have Richard's face, you are empty for me, right? So now, then you would do it, right? Yeah. And not only do I get people to do this in pairs, and, and it's a it's fantastic thing to do. I mean, it, it, it like any communication that is sincere with another person. But then I also get people to, if they want, say it to the whole group. If we've got, say, 30 people, because it's not just others who, because normally when you say to someone, I am space for you, they'll say, no, you're not. That's not what I see. I can, I can see you a lot. I, can, I have absolutely no face here. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know I do for you, but I don't for me, you know. But uh, when you're with someone who gets it, you don't have to explain. You enjoy it, right? Yeah. Like we are doing. Yeah. So when in, if in a group, normally if you're in a group and you said to the group, I am space for all of you, the whole group will go, no, you're not. Right? That's society. Growing up, you learn to uh, identify with what you look like, and society tells you you're what you look like. Society isn't telling you that you're God, you know, you're space for the world. They're saying, no, you're Richard, you know, you better get over it. And, you know, there you go. So, anyway, <laughs> I was, just before the pandemic, I was doing a workshop in Finland, and I was introducing this technique, you see. Right, it was towards the end of the workshop, the second day. 
And I was, I, I was inviting people to come sit next to me and say to the whole group, I am space for you and you are space for me, which is quite a powerful thing, you know. Most people are not used to sitting up and saying something to a group, never mind this. Anyway, uh, this woman uh, came up and she said, ah, oh, you know, I've been waiting to do this all my life. Um, oh, <laughs> what, what are you going to say? <laughs> and she stood up and she said to the whole group, because people were saying, you know, I am space for you, I, I am empty. She stood up and she says, I am God. And the whole group went, yes, you are, because the group <laughs> has to respond. Said, now, isn't that wonderful? I, I, you, and it's genuine. This is not like, oh, well, let's pretend she is. We all know she isn't really, you know, but let's sort of make her feel better. No, it's not that. This is a, just namaste. This is namaste. Oh, namaste yeah. isn't just being nice. It's not just a gesture of, you know, of human respect. It's a gesture of divine respect. It, namaste is saying, I absolutely recognize that where you are is the one. Because I can see it's true where I am. And, and why would it not be the same for you? you see? Now, this is the most profound respect. So the headless way, you see, headless way. Yeah. Well, that's the short answer, Kristen. <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh, God. God, you know, the transformation for her to stand up and say that and, oh, and giving yeah. everybody in that room permission to feel that, to feel. And for everyone to say back. Yeah. You know, and until you do these things, like with anything like that, you don't get the power of it. I mean, it, it, it might not be powerful for you, but. Yeah. I, I've I never met it, anybody it hasn't been. <laughs> well, I mean, the fact that we are now here talking about being the one, as well as this mystery of being two, right? Because yeah. being the one doesn't uh, kind of mean that there isn't also two. I love that, you see. I, the, the, the great, the one has room enough for there to be many. Awakening to being the one doesn't mean then you just kind of only understand that, oh, there are no others, you know, there's nothing beyond my experience, all of this. Okay, I get that. That is, that, got that, got that. But the other side of the coin of this mystery is that the, the one is also many. And the one is talking to itself. I mean, wouldn't you want that if you had a choice? Yeah. <laughs> well, especially anyway. have these level of conversations, right? That's my dream. That's my thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 So Good. speaking of the pandemic, I'm going to ask you my own question. How did you approach all of that chaos from you well, uh, I, I, to be honest it, it made no difference at all except i couldn't go out <laughs> you know but actually uh, you know i'm yeah. i'm i'm retired i was a therapist for years and um i've always you know since i was a teenager i've i've devoted my life to sharing headlessness uh, but I had to make a living. So I was a, I was a psychotherapist. I taught Tai Chi for 30 years. I taught five rhythm dance, love all that. But then uh, before the pandemic, before we knew anything about it, I decided that I would retire from that. So I could devote all of my life to sharing the headless way without 
having to spend so much time doing these other things, which I love to do, but you can't do everything, you know, quite. So I, I was, you know, I'd almost wound down when the pandemic hit. And um, so I, I, I was gonna just be doing my own thing anyway. So it, it meant I couldn't travel. I, I've traveled a lot all over the world doing workshops. So it cut that out, but I had other projects to do. And of course there's the internet. Um, but now that the pandemic is sort of beginning to retreat, hopefully, uh, I am, um, you know, gradually getting back to traveling, which is just, I, I now run workshops at home. I have, uh, you know, run things here. And I, it's a delight to actually meet people, uh, you know, and share this, really. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, pandemic, what pandemic? <laughs> I know a huge thing, a huge thing. A huge I thing. thought it was just amazing. I, I really, the invitation within it for me to not be defiant, but to just say, you know, this is my reality. This is my world. And do I want to play here? Or, or how do I want to play with this? And just to explore that, just to have fun, just to have fun. You know, I'm well, all about I, fun. I think what you were saying in the beginning about pain, that, that there's a certain sense from the point of view of who you really are. Yeah. Where you can, you can it's a nonverbal experience, but you can understand it in different ways. And there isn't one way of understanding it. And there's everybody's way of understanding it is valid as far as I'm concerned and is changing but you know one way of understanding it you'll be familiar with is oh well everything is just arising in the space I have no choice see but the other side of it is actually it's all coming from me and it is all my will and I'm responsible for all of it including the pandemic you say well why would you create the pandemic mm, yeah good good question good question you see good question but whether you can answer that question or not does not change the fact that it's come from your own being. Yeah. Uh, uh, that it is flowing from that mysterious source that you within you. And, and this changes everything. This, 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 you're not at that level a victim. You, and that changes everything. You, you then, the world is yours, like you were saying. And is embraced more than embraced more than more than love really. yeah yeah it's enormous yes the the within that of saying this is my reality there is this what you were saying back and forth of saying you know i am space for you it's doing that with your world you know it's it's the i am the space that you are arising from that tree that leaf that that molecule that everything and for me to take ownership but from a space of absolute adoration and love was and 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 awe you know it's it's the awe of going this is amazing this is amazing i did this i want to know, I know. and that. the wonderful thing is uh, he, he, behind all of that uh, in the nothingness, as you called it, in this space you're looking out of, there's nothing to maintain, not even awe and wonder and love. Uh, you, 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 if you had to be all 
filled and loving all the time i mean it'd be very tiring exhausting <laughs> exhausting yeah, yeah. Yes. but fortunately you, you you i was lying down this afternoon it's after you know it's it's evening here now and uh, just relaxing and i had this image where i thought it, it is i had my eyes closed for for a while and i was just nothing you know nothing with with the darkness and a few sensations and sound you see I thought, you know, is it just like an actor who has been playing a part and uh, you, you've got all your makeup on and all your costume and, you know, you're completely in it and you're under the pressure of the audience and there's no let up, you know, you to, and then you go out and it's break time and you sit in the green room or in your, you know, in your room and you, you sort of take your costume off you know, and you, you're, you're just yourself. You're not, you don't have to uh, play the game. Well, it's like that, except you're living like that. You can't, you, where you are, you, you're not playing, you don't have to play that game. We call it the face game. The face game. Yeah, so the face game, game say, yes. I love well, well, what game are you talking about, Richard? I'm talking about the, you know, the great game of pretending that I am a person, you see. Well, well, you're a person. Well, look, from my point of view, I don't have a head. I'm not behind the face. Yeah. That Now, that I think that you can see it directly now. You look, you see, that's it. You can't see your face. You're looking out at this wide open, clear clarity, you see. But yeah. it will take the rest of your life for that to sink in, you know. What a journey. Yeah, life. what a journey. Life. <laughs> That'll I be another topic. <laughs> we go deep into that subject right there. Uh, you know, yeah. Oh, this is so good. It's so fun listening to you because it's like I'm listening <laughs> to my own thoughts, but the thoughts of when I'm like taking a nap and going and and some brilliant thought comes up and you want to grab it and examine it a little bit more. And oh no, it's already gone. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> damn it <laughs> hate it when that happens but let's get back to the questions and oh, yeah. you know what i'm gonna jump ahead to one of them because i think there's you really touched in on this um so basically this is like do you play with manifestation and how is manifestation affected by being headless like you're eating are you really eating are you eating something because that something is going into the nothing and you get to play with? So if we're looking at manifesting health, manifesting weight loss, things like that, people are trying to go there. <laughs> Don't giggle. Come on. We got to be serious here. How do you play with that from the space of headless? Well, I was just thinking why I giggled was because it was just an old joke we had. It's, it, it, you know, headlessness is instant weight loss. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> Whoa! Hey, I only wanted to lose a few pounds. I wanted I the long everything. answer. That was too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. I go. Whoa! Whoa! Can I have some of this back, please? Uh, and, you know, uh, I'd like to get rid of this uh, spot on my face. Oh, I didn't mean my whole face. I meant just this spot. <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah. well, I I think that uh, my my I think there's two things. One is one. This energizes you for life. 
and for creating and for achieving something and being involved. It's not about somehow dropping out, it's dropping in, you see. So that, this, this gives, takes the brakes off about living. <clears throat> but the paradox, <clears throat> excuse me, the paradox is that uh, I think that uh, gradually it dawns on one that um, who's in charge? <laughs> and that you thought you were working for yourself, but actually you're not. And the one you really, really are has other ideas, <laughs> you see. And, and I thought we were going this way. I want to go, no. I want to go, no. <laughs> now, gradually, gradually, you, you know, we go kicking and screaming into heaven. You know, we realize that what the one wants to do, I should turn that off, what the one wants to do is far more interesting and exciting and smart than what I want to do. I mean, what I want to do is part of it, you know. So, I mean, it's not like it, it, it is one fighting the other. But, uh, you know, there are uh, many times a day you realize that you're not in charge. Uh, and uh, how that, you see, I think that it's uh, the, the story of the prodigal son in the Christian religion that uh, you have to go away and you, from home and forget who you are uh, so that you can then remember and come back home. You, you can't come back if you haven't been away. You can't remember if you haven't forgotten. And you can't appreciate the profound wisdom of who you really are unless you've been pretending to know something. <laughs> you know. <laughs> now, I, I think that in terms of health, you know, I mean, it's going to make a difference. Uh, 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 you know, physically to you, uh, when you uh, experience that you're not in a box, uh, uh, you really are not, not in contained. A box. So you say, well, what about your physical sensations? Well, they're just not. They're not happening in the space, they're happening in awareness. My thoughts and feelings are not buzzing around in a little box here, they're out there with the wall. You know, where I imagine a mountain, it's there next to the tree I can see. It's, it's all going on in, within this boundless clarity, you know, this no mind, this freedom, you see. Now, begin uh, to get acclimatized to being, you know, uh, unboxed. Did they come with a box? No. <laughs> no. But what shape is the box? There is no box. But how no. big is the box? There yeah. is no box. <laughs> <laughs> But you act as if there is a box, right? That's a yeah. wonderful thing, you see. You, yeah. So when you're a baby, no box and no awareness of a box. Growing up is becoming aware of who others see you to be and taking that on board. That's the prodigal son bit. That's the going away. That's yeah. the overlooking of who you really are and identifying with the one in the mirror, the one that others. So now you stand up before the group and say, I'm Richard. See? I'm separate from you. I'm behind the face here. I'm not you. Great. Got that. Right. There. Now when you wake up to who you really are, two things. 
you're reawakening to that familiar, always being there, unboxed openness. See, that is a, a, a very, I, I shouldn't have said that. You, un, <laughs> uh, unboxed is, that was is a spoiler. A secret, <laughs> yes. Oh, well, the it, it's out now. You've got to get back. <laughs> so, you now you, the contrast, you see, the contrast. Yeah. You only realize things when you can con contrast them. I think, yeah. I think, you see. So now you realize how wonderful it is to be vast because you've been feeling small. How yeah. wonderful it is to include everything because you felt that you've included so little, you know, in your life. So, so uh, this is good for you physically, good for you mentally, you know, to, to see that your mind is at large, good for your relationship. To, uh, to realize that all is within you is to realize you are infinitely wealthy. I mean, you are. You yeah. are. I mean, you need to take care of your mortgage, your bank balance, all of that. It doesn't mean that you deny the importance of that, but that is seen within this basic abundance. I mean, abundance. <laughs> I think I think you're you're underestimating it, Richard. <laughs> It's more than abundant. <laughs> yeah, abun super abundant. Can we go there? <laughs> Ultra, uber, Ultra. colossal. <laughs> Ooh, we don't get to use that word enough. <laughs> colossal. Oh, you, you know, do you ever find that you play with the nothingness and it? It okay. So, a good example of this is. I love playing with that. There's, you know, there's nothing behind you. You can't see, you know, there's, there's just the void behind you until you turn and splat all your expectations onto it. So when I'm driving and I'm playing with, okay, everything's coming at me. Everything's coming at me. Like those, those fun arcade games we used to have in the eighties where you literally would sit, you know, in, in the screen, everything's coming at you really kind of put this into is like oh yeah but yeah. anyway when you're really playing in real life and you're doing that and you see in your rear view mirror some big truck roars up on your butt and 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 in that moment it's like okay there's nothing back there there's nothing back there there's nothing behind me there's no road behind me there's no back of my seats behind me and then i'll look at the street again and just kind of play and i'll just glance right back up and that truck is gone, even though I'm on a two lane long mountain road and there's no turnoffs, there's nowhere for that truck to have gone. And I look up and it's gone. Do you well, ever you have see, fun things well, like that happen I, for I you? I think that uh, you have the key and then you uh, use it to open whatever door is in front of you. Uh, and uh, so there you're describing a particular situation where you use the key. Uh, uh, now, you can't guarantee that, that it will have any particular outcome when you use the no. key, but there <laughs> you can only describe what happened, which is just what you've done. Yeah. But I, I mean, uh, you're not talking about a, 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 key, a key that only fits one door. You're talking about a sort of master key, do they call it, you know, what, that opens every door. But I mean, you, you don't know what's on the other side of the door. <laughs> Yes, there's many times that truck has not disappeared. <laughs> yes, and it's like, it but, worked last time. <laughs> but I mean, I, I think that you discover, I mean, what you're saying there uh, is something that I just have been thinking about, how you see, you can't see the wall behind you. So in effect, you dissolve it, right? 
Yeah. And it kind of, it's in the void. There, everything that you can't experience now is in the void and it's being cleaned, right? I mean, it, it's dissolved totally. See, my, it's not only my head that's gone, it's my back and the chair and the wall behind me and the rest of England and in fact, the rest of the planet, whatever. So yeah. it, is, it is for the time being having in a, a spa. It's having a, re, a, a makeup, you know, refreshing, refreshing, <laughs> refreshing. So it, this is, you see, it, oh, well, well, really, Richard? That's the way I, it occurs to me, and I, yeah. I take that seriously. I take seriously that, that yeah. from my point of view, there isn't a wall behind me. I know there is from there, but from me, what is here, you see? This refreshing, cleansing water, clarity, ocean, silence mystery you see it's not just it's not human it's not human no yeah yeah oh i love that yeah i definitely have been very aware that um i'm i'm not a subscriber of death i've had death experiences but it again as you were saying you know you can never you can't yes. yeah i'm not going to subscribe yeah no I, no I don't want a subscription thanks no, thanks not available for that one <laughs> going <laughs> in another direction but i you know i love that you know you like my sister lives in florida i'm over here in california other side of the united states I can't see her. I can't, I'm not talking to her right now. Um, I, I, so is she alive? Is she dead? I know nothing of what's going on with her right now. Well, so except who that she she's is. in the void. She is the void. She is <laughs> she this is, void. Yes. Ooh, yes. I've never taken it to she is the void. She I've is. always been she's in the void. Oh, that, <laughs> you broke <Hello>. my brain. <laughs> well, nice when somebody else breaks my brain. I love it. Well, <laughs> It's true. It's true. Yeah. Oh, that's all. Yeah. It, and it, so when I'm interacting with death, when somebody's saying, oh, so-and-so died, I'm always like, well, okay. <laughs> you can play have, there, you, but... have you seen that little cartoon? There's a little old man. It'd be me. It like me. And I got, I'm standing, <laughs> there I am. I'm standing with this on holding a Zimmer frame, you know, Zimmer frame. You know, one of those things you have to hold. Yeah, yeah, we call it. Yeah. yeah, we call them and, walkers. <laughs> and in front of you, there's death. In front of me, there's death with his sickle, you see. And death says to me, I am death. I look up and I go, all right, well, I'll speak a bit louder then. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a bit like that, isn't it? You, I mean, death never does actually affect who you really are. No. It affects Richard. So that ups the stakes, you know, because your human life is limited. You know, so you, 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 it's silly to deny that, I think. But that is in the context of this glorious, immortal, unborn, undying reality that you are and we all are. So don't overlook that. It won't stop you dying as a person. But my God, my God, it is just, it, 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 it's the victory. Douglas Harding in his book, uh, The Little Book of Life and Death, he said, you know, St. Paul said, death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is your victory? Or something like that. And Douglas said, 
well, after 2000 years, we can finally answer St. Paul. It is there and not here. It's about death, oh, about two feet away, <laughs> but zero. <laughs> Well, it's me, as simple as that it is that's so simple yes it, like for me everything out there as it shifts and changes i see that as death yeah. and you know it's just this constant for me observation and you know i walk from the bedroom to out here in the living room well the bedroom version of me in the bedroom and the walls and all of that is now dead and here's a rebirthing and so it's just like yeah. all the time millions of times right, right. so like uh creative isn't it yeah so creative the present moment is emerging in this out of you know this mystery i mean i was looking at uh, uh hyacinth on my table in the kitchen I said, that, that's incredible that incredible flower has just come out of a tiny little bulb you know and just i mean it's huge now and you think that, that is the void it it, it, it look look Look, uh, it, creativity isn't here and there. The whole thing, or the whole thing, you are irrepressibly, you can't stop it. Yeah. No. Good luck trying. Can we have a rest, please? <laughs> no, there's sometimes I'm like, can I get off for a second? <laughs> Catch my breath. <laughs> oh, I love this. Let me see if there's any other questions here. Um... That one we already covered. What's your favorite practice of the headless? What's my favorite practice? Yeah, of all your fun the, the techniques. Fact that there isn't one. This one. The, the, the fact that there isn't one. No, I, I mean, I don't go around. For, I do it sometimes. <laughs> 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 yeah, I I'll do that. <laughs> I'll make it look like I'm playing my hair, but you know. The, the the brilliant thing is there isn't anything to do. There isn't a practice in a way. I mean, there is. You know, yeah. it's a paradox. You you are we practicing now? You know, uh, uh, I suppose we are. But we're enjoying it now. Yeah. You know, it it is. It, it, it's more enjoyment than hard work really you know? oh yeah it's, it's yeah. just it's light it is uh, so yeah. I, I think there's a time for practice and when i do workshops you do all the, the the things and that's really good to do and if we have zoom meetings i get people to lead people through because it guides your attention the, the point of the experiments those experiments is not to achieve something not even to change something, but it's to guide your attention from there to here, from three feet away to zero. You know, that, that, that's it. It's a journey. Uh, and it, it, from there to here, you see, and to the place that you've never left. So you get, you make that journey and you realize you haven't made a journey. That's the point. So uh, I'd say, well, practice your favorite one. Eating ice cream, I think that was the one. Yeah. Told you you're speaking my language again. <laughs> <laughs> see where it goes. You see, yeah, you see, I know. Where, where does that ice cream go? <laughs> We're now going to do the most advanced Hedersway experiment. Um, chocolate ice cream. Can okay. you bring your spoons? Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
Everybody's like, I'm coming to that one. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, the other one I like is dancing. I love dancing. I love dancing. And we have these experiments where, I mean, there's a movement one where you turn and like you were saying, you don't move. But then you stand next to someone and you put your arm out and they put theirs arm out and you move that. And both arms are coming out of one consciousness. But one's yours and one's the other person. And uh, you see, I think that when you wake up to who you really are, at least speaking personally, uh, I think I am inspired not to write a PhD about it, but to dance. Dance about it. Oh, love that. I've, I've had people ask me to write another book and I'm like, oh, I'd rather go for a hike. I'd rather. <laughs> Do you go I'd there? Yeah. <laughs> really no 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 no, no. go swim go surf in the ocean go uh, go play go play go play a, uh, my pre current project is i'm researching douglas harding's life and um, i knew him of course and i've been spending some years on this i've got all practically all the information together i'm going through it and uh, it, it, it's just so interesting i mean i knew him well but it's just so interesting uh, to see how creative he was. Yeah, you know, he had found something. He found what we're talking about, which is just creative, isn't it? Just creative, creative. And, it, and he wanted to tell the world. And uh, the one in him wanted to tell the world. And uh, but we're all, we're all, you see, ambassadors. We're all representatives. We're all players in this uh, great mystery. You know? Fantastic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it, 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 for me, the more I play in the void, the more exciting. Because like you said, everything is in there. It's it, there is no right answer. There is no wrong answer. Despite the part of me that's like, oh wait, I've just found the answer to the universe. <laughs> wait, where to go? <laughs> I should have grabbed it a little yeah, tighter. Maybe you could it. email that to me afterwards. <laughs> Send that to me. And I, I, I love that both. You know the fact that Douglas Harding existed for you, and yet he's in the void how it can all be together at the same time i know we had to put him back yeah we had to put him back. brought him out to play with for a while but just <laughs> put him back put him back up on the shelf for a while until we decide i to bring think him they're gonna up. put me back soon. <laughs> oh my gosh okay let's see if we can you know i love there must be a serious question though. i know i know i think they're supposed to be serious but uh, we already answered the, I mean, I do have one here. It says, if we have no head, then how can we, or how can we then approach the illusion of having a headache, poor vision, earaches? You already answered that. Remove your head. <laughs> but well, I, I, well you, 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 you see, you don't have a head, but you do. You don't have one here, but you have one there. Uh, and uh, but your your headache is not in your in the head in the mirror. It's in this headless space here. You have a headache. You have pain, but it's not inside a container. At least it isn't for me. Uh, so you, you're not in denial. You're just sorting out where your appearance is and where your reality is. The appearance 
Matt, you see, you say, well, I can see your head, Richard. I say, well, you're about, you know, six feet away. Well, why don't you, I, I'm, I'm interested in what I am here, not what I am over there. Why don't you come up towards me and see what you find? And <clears throat> if they could, and this is where we don't take it seriously, what Clarence tells us, if the observer was to traverse the space between you there and, and me, you would come to a place where you, you don't see my body anymore, you just see my face, then a patch of skin, and a cell, a molecule, an atom, a particle. So if you take that seriously, you say, well, very, <clears throat> what I am at very close range is particles. Wow, that is very different from my head. Now you need your particles, you need your molecules, you need your cells, you need your head, but it doesn't stop there. You need your whole body, you need your society, you need your country, you need your planet, you need your star and galaxy. It's all one system with many layers. And your head is one of those layers, which can't exist on its own. I can't sit here as Richard without the cells that make up Richard and the molecules that make up the cells and without my atmosphere and my sunlight and my galactic body. Now, uh, this puts it in a, in a context, uh, and we have, science is not taking seriously what science says, that what you are changes with the range of the observer, what, what you are. So at center, you're not somebody with a head, you're not. <laughs> we're, we're either from your point of view or from the outside observer, you see. So either you can, this is where W. Horan did fantastic work, either you can understand it, in, the, in that physical context uh, and see that it makes sense. It makes better sense in the way you understand them. So it's not pretending you haven't got a head or, you know, you can't see your head, but you really have one. Of course I have, but it's not here. See? And then you can put it in the developmental context where to begin with, you didn't know who you were. Then you empathize and see yourself from outside and through the mirror, become aware of, being a person, overlook who you really are. That's the middle phase of normal adulthood. See, But yeah. then don't stop there. Go on to reawaken to your point of view and take that as seriously as everyone else's point of view. And then live that, that two-way appreciation of who you are, you see. And what other people see you to be is is a person but i mean from mars you're the earth you are yeah and true maturity you see we're growing up is maturity is be, becoming aware of who you are in society and taking responsibility for that you know i am richard i accept responsibility for everything i say and do well as long as you know as long as everyone's watching <laughs> right that's maturity. And you're not mature if you go around saying, I, I'm not Richard. You, you know, that's, but it doesn't stop there. Keep maturing and grow, really grow up into who you really, really are, which in terms of your appearance is many levels. And in terms of you at the center is this clarity that you are looking out of. That's maturity. And uh, we've got, we're only, you know, most halfway as individuals and as a species 
until we start to move on and live consciously and relate with each other in the context of, okay, you're Kristen there in California, I'm Richard here in London. All right, we get that, all right? We've got that bit. And now we are the one consciousness. There's only one, two voices in one consciousness. One consciousness, one. The greats have been saying this for thousands of years. Well, enough talk. Let's live it, you see. Let direct experience, the headless way, direct experience, see. I had an email from someone today, and they said, I just want to thank you because I am now, thanks to the headless way, seeing and living from who I really am, you see. And all I need to say is, yes, you are. Yeah. Not, oh, yeah, you are, but you got this bit wrong. You got, <laughs> you know, and you, actually you need to surrender a bit more. And, you, oh, you really understand. No. Yes, you are. 100%. Because it is that available. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a bit fired up there. You wanted serious. <laughs> I did, did I? You did. Did I? Did that work? <laughs> super, I call that super poofer. You poof, You wanted it and you poofed it. There it is. Poof. Some people Blew call it that out manifestation. Of the water. <laughs> it worked completely. <laughs> completely. I think uh, we've almost sorted everything out. Yes. All questions. All questions of the universe um surrender and resistance ah. oh, nice tug and pull and tug and pull um that's all this person asked they just said tell have them talk about surrender and resistance i think you pretty <laughs> much already have well for an hour, you see but <laughs> uh well uh i say that in terms of uh being a body in the world you know, you're always either surrendering or resisting. Yeah. And this is appropriate. Some things you, you know, you, you need to resist. You do your best to resist. And, you know, and then there, are, then there are other things or other phases of that experience where you need to finally say, you know, I can't change it. I've got to accept it. Or the right thing is to just say yes. But you, in a way, you can't surrender unless you've already resisted. That's like you can't return home unless you've been away. So in life, there is always this rhythm between resistance and surrender. And it will never end. That is life. That is life. You know. Now, uh, there is this idea in spiritual circles that somehow you've got to surrender. See? Uh, well, I say good luck to you. Uh, in, in the sense that I just don't myself find that I can surrender all the time. I can't. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't make sense and it's not appropriate. It's another it? exhausting practice. Yes. Yeah. But, 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 you, you, but when you recognize, but, you see, the two sides of your true nature, your true nature is, is, the, is the, the perfect example of true surrender and true resistance. It is true, your, your true nature is truly surrendered because it's just nothing and it says yes to everything. There is the prototype. Ooh, yeah. Right? 
Yeah, you, I mean, whether you like it or not, you are saying yes to what is happening because you are nothing. You cannot do anything about it. See, so at that level, uh, if you if you want to really really surrender, see who you are. You see, in a certain sense, it is also total resistance because your true nature just says no to everything. <laughs> it won't let anything in. It is free, right? It yeah. is free. It's yeah. free. It's free. So it says yes and no. This then means that at a human level, you can be kind to yourself. And if you're resisting, you say, well, what did I expect? See? And if you're going through a hard time, you say, well, you know, when, you, when you've got a cold or flu or something, uh, you know you, it's just going to take time to pass through, right? You, you, you can't say, uh, I, I'm just going to make, it doesn't go. It, you have to sort of bear it. It's painful, yeah. headache. You know, I, have to, I have to bear it. See. Uh, but you, because you are not thinking that you should somehow not suffer uh, or uh, should not feel pain, uh, you, and recognizing that this is life, then when you do, you have a kind of perspective that is kind. And you also, at the same time, you can rest back in this freedom, this total surrender of who you really are. The, the true surrender is the way you're built. Uh, so, uh, of course, there are times when we need to surrender, but you know, I don't find I can just turn surrender on. Uh, it, it Finally, I am driven, you know, kicking and screaming to finally accept it. Uh, you know, that, uh, who I really, really am, um, it, it, it is not kind of, um, you know, it doesn't get a black mark for when I find it hard to surrender. It is just remains free and clear, open, free, you know? So it's very kind, very kind. There you go. Love that. That was perfect. That was the perfect ending right there. I love ah. it. Ah. <laughs> well, you hey, see. You want to talk about endings? <laughs> <laughs> We got another hour. Well, I'll speak right up <laughs> it, you know, it I ah, so good. Just so good. Really nothing more to say there. It, it was, and there's so much more to say. Um, but that was just that was beautiful. <laughs> Anything well, and we and we can just say to the listener or the viewer that uh we, we are very happy to be this one space with you. And uh uh, that's what we're celebrating here, yeah. and uh, uh, and uh, it's a, a living experience, isn't it? It it it, yeah. it uh, a delight to hang out with you, Kristen, and to uh, share our uh, well, find out find out what happens in the Great Void together. Yeah. 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 Well, and it, it one of one of the things I love about for me with a headless is 
there's just no right or wrong or this is the way this is the law this is the, the it, it it it's just part of it you know it's like this person's belief and 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 understandings and the way and what they're interacting with is just part of me it's just one of the many aspects that i get to play and see and i get to just you know oh isn't that interesting i like that 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 take this part let that part over there go or whatever it it's just all and i love how you were saying you can't just surrender <laughs> you know uh, though you can you know for me it'll be like a blip will go by and a, there's that grab onto it again to try and it slips right through your fingers but it, i love the i love how you said it it's the yes to everything it's the yes to everything Yes, and this is not yeah. achievement, you see. This is just the yeah. way you're built. So it's not like you have achieved something. It is just seeing. It's a non-verbal seeing, isn't it? A non-verbal. Uh, now look, you see. Well, it, you, it, it's absolutely empty, you know, clear. So, I mean, it, 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 it doesn't resist the wall. It doesn't resist resist the light, doesn't resist the sound. You know, it, it's very, it gets out of the way. The void is completely out of the way. It's gone. You know, it's just, it's just not that. It just says yes to everything. That is true for everyone, you see. But I mean, sometimes it says yes to resistance. You know, it says yes to no. It, it says yes to, you know, I am you, but can I have my wallet back? <laughs> and why are you running away <laughs> <laughs> i am you goodbye <laughs> darn nice to meet you Not. <laughs> oh i love this thank you to everyone who uh is listening to this please comment below let us know what you know what you got out of this if anything and and um yeah, once again, I'll put all Richard's information down below. But thank you again. And thank you to Richard for coming thank and playing you, today. For inviting me, yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. See you guys.